Hello, and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes. Today's topic, toxic relationships. A bad relationship is a living hell, yet millions of people stay in them, sometimes for life. Why? There are reasons I recently set out to compare notes with my colleague, Jake Eagle. Jake is an extremely gifted psychotherapist and co-developer of perhaps the most effective romantic relationship program on earth. He and I quickly discovered that there are patterns among people who feel stuck in miserable long-term relationships. It is critical to find your pattern and address it if you want to safely recover your relationship or feel free from bondage. People stay in bad relationships because they fear that they are not really an okay person. Being in a relationship serves as proof that you are okay. After all, you have a partner. But the real problem is that you never look deeply into what it is that you believe is not okay about you. You sense you are broken in some way. You want to avoid feelings that uncomfortable brokenness. You don't want to open that can of worms. Staying with the wrong person helps you avoid looking at myself. It's a massive distraction. You stay for two reasons. The other makes you feel good about myself, perhaps by comparison. The other makes you feel bad about yourself and you spend your days to prove that you are really a good person. It's an ongoing fight and one that you don't want to give up. To give up might mean you will lose the battle. People stay because they're afraid of being alone. This is very common. You would rather be in a mediocre relationship than be all alone. What you don't realize is that being alone and learning to care for yourself and feel your own emotional needs is actually a prerequisite to creating a healthy romantic partnership. Your fear of being alone will make you a limited partner. You are in the relationship out of fear, maybe as much as you are in it out of love. People stay because they believe that a difficult relationship represents a chance to grow. It's a spiritual path. You believe that suffering paves the way to growth and enlightenment. And you believe that sacrifice is a good thing, a way to become a better person. But these beliefs, in our opinion, are false. We believe that you can grow more and develop more spiritually when you are in a relaxed, healthy, vibrant partnership. Suffering is not the way to get there. Suffering only makes it harder to open your heart and reach your full potential as a person. People stay in bad relationships because they are making resource trade-offs. He makes the money. She keeps the house and manages the calendar. She needs security. He needs sex or vice versa. Both parties have struck a spoken or unspoken deal and are using each other to fill the need. Resource trade-offs are a means to an end, but that end usually does not involve intimacy or happiness. Interestingly, some people are so invested in the idea of trading resources that they do not believe any other kind of relationship is even possible. To resource traders, true love is a fantasy made up by Hollywood screenwriters. 
Hollywood brainwashing causes some to stay in bad relationships. Speaking of Hollywood, many people are brainwashed by decades of storybook endings. In the classic Hollywood three-act film structure, everything comes together in the third act, after the hero and heroine have been through seemingly impossible struggles. And the fairy tale ends right there, right on that ultra-happy note. So, the resource traders have a point. This kind of cultural brainwashing leaves you believing that, regardless of the fatal flaws, everything is supposed to magically work out in the end. You end up waiting decades for the happy ending that never comes. Meanwhile, you are likely projecting to the world that your relationship is indeed wonderful. The truth becomes a source of shame. Ending the relationship feels like a massive defeat and an overwhelming embarrassment. We'll be right back after this. And welcome back. Self-sabotage, the king of cling, the most provocative reason why people stay in bad relationships may be self-sabotage. Self-sabotage occurs when you do the opposite of what makes you happy. Why would you ever do that? Because it's what you know. You've spent years tolerating the misery and while everything else is terrifyingly unfamiliar, a fulfilled life with lots of joy is not your life. Happiness is for others, not you. This is the trap of self-sabotage. So you stay and contribute to the problem, even though it's painful. At least it is not foreign. You stay because you are most comfortable right where you are. Self-sabotage is a way of life for so many of us. Please note that staying in a bad relationship is one of the greatest sources of stress and depression. Something must be done if the individuals involved want to lead full, happy lives. Even the healthiest individual cannot avoid stress and emotional turmoil when locked into a painful, non-fulfilling relationship. We all want to feel safe, loved, and happy in our romantic relationships because isn't that the point? But sometimes red flags of a bad relationship aren't glaringly obvious. Pay attention to these signs of a toxic relationship. You're always walking on eggshells. One of the first signs of a toxic relationship is when one partner is very controlling. This doesn't always equate to being mean, physically threatening or violent, it can be simply that you feel frightened to share your opinions because you're nervous and afraid of your partner's emotional reactions. And if you find yourself dumbing things down so that your partner can feel smart or save the day, that's a huge red flag in a toxic relationship. You feel a little queasy or uneasy around your partner. Your body is smart. 
If you were to eat poison, your body would immediately try to throw it up. If you get something in your eye, your eye, your eye starts to tear. You get stressed and your hair will fall out. Get it? So if you're having physical issues like ulcers, throwing up, dizziness, passing out, chest pains, or new skin flare-ups, your body may be trying to get your attention. Physical illness often presents itself in people in toxic relationships also. But you gotta ask yourself, what is the root cause of these ill feelings? They may be a symptoms of garden variety stress, but if your partner, a friend, a coworker, is the person that comes to mind first, that is a sign that you need to give someone the boot or begin a conversation to mend the problem. You're always fighting. While some bickering is even healthy for your relationship, constant misunderstanding is a bad sign. As couples get to know each other better, there should be a progression toward more understanding and less misunderstanding. Poor communication that never improves is toxic because without communication, a relationship can never move forward. Everything is so dramatic all the time. Many couples thrive on high theatrics, screaming, accusations, hands, and words flying. As long as there are not physical assaults or as long as the words are not hateful or contemptuous, that's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, many couples like this are considered high expressors and they often report better sex lives than more mellow couples. But, and it's a big but, their divorce rates are higher. Your partner lighting fireworks over your sea of tranquility is often characteristic of toxic relationships. These clues could signal you're headed for divorce. Your partner wants you all to himself. When a partner or pal wants you to break off relationships with friends and family, that is a sign of a toxic relationship. Isolating the partner from friends and family is upsetting because it's an attempt to control and manipulate without interference from the partner's support system. You keep score. The relationship scorecard develops over time because one or more people in a relationship use past wrong, wrongdoings in order to try and justify current righteousness. This is a double whammy of suckage. Not only are you deflecting the current issue, but you are getting up guilt and bitterness from the past to manipulate your partner into feeling wrong in the present. Your partner stonewalls. Partners need to talk about a lot of important things in relationships, not just whether to get sushi or pizza for takeout or what to watch on Netflix. If your partner flat out refuses to talk about important relationship topics, like when to have a baby or to buy a home, you may be in a toxic relationship. 
when it is not possible to discuss the issues in the relationship, there is a huge problem. One person told me that if she tries to talk about her expectations for the future with her boyfriend, he disappears for several days. This is a toxic pattern because it results in, in, in her feeling afraid to bring up concerns with her boyfriend. You or your partner refuses to fix the problems, you could be fostering a potentially toxic relationship. And we'll be right back after this. a relationship has to run its course and one party is still in it to win it while the other is starting to sabotage it possibly without realizing it if you're starting to have thoughts like this is not like it used to be this is not what I signed up for or this doesn't feel good anymore it is possible that what was a good relationship has turned toxic in a healthy relationship both parties work on themselves and are committed to the relationship if you find that your partner doesn't feel much like a partner or lover any longer, and he or she is bringing you down more than lifting you up, you need to rethink your relationship. Now, learn what a healthy, solid relationship should look like. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a good night.